video and the sound has decided not to work on us. So our sound guys will work with that. We'll have to have it after service here. Yeah, come on up here. As many of you know, Bev Christensen has received the Spirit of Service Award from Concordia Plant Services of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And this is it right here. With this award comes a $3,000 gift from Concordia Plant Services to the ministry that Bev is serving in, which is for Eagle Senior Care. Uh, David Pierce is one of the leaders of that, along with Jenny. And uh, Bev, thank you so much. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is the sermon. <laughs> uh, so, can you give us an overview? Here we go. A brief overview of the ministries you've been involved in uh, throughout the valley these past how many years? Since '63. '63. So not that long. <laughs> <laughs> been doing since 1963, Beth. Well, first I have to say thank you to my family for putting up with me all these years <laughs> and growing me up and teaching me so many things. Thank you. And this church family has seen me through a lot. I remember when they tore down the schoolhouse that used to be here and we had to dig the basement out. And um, one of the things about working together is you become family. And so Gracious Savior has been our family for a long, long time. And um, the last few years have been pretty tough years, and uh, my church family has, you've all been here for me. I appreciate your prayers, your meals, your jokes. <laughs> and um, most 
first of all, I'm so honored that my friends from the Senior Center came today. Um, they're my family too, Mel. And uh, I thank Michael and Catherine for making it possible for me to do the work that I think God was grooming me for all these 74 years. <laughs> and <coughs> I was thinking on Palm Sunday, I was confirmed 60 years ago in the Lutheran Church in Newton, Kansas. Mm -hmm. And um, when we came to the mountains, there wasn't a Lutheran church right here. There wasn't a Sunday school in any of the churches in Minturn. So I drove to Leadville for 18 years because we had Good Shepherd Lutheran Church there. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away. <laughs> and a jump, jump, jump yeah. away. <laughs> And so, Gracious Savior is so named because you named this church. Well, it was the name we voted for. I think it, it had to do with just wanting people to know mm -hmm. the grace of God. And um, I hadn't heard of a Gracious Savior anywhere else. Right. So, yeah, we voted on that name. Yes, we did. You taught uh, priest. You taught school. Yes. At uh, Red Cliff. Yes. I uh, started the priest first preschool in the valley. Yes. And then from there you moved on to. Well, I went to work for Colorado Mountain College. Okay. And I um, started the pilot project for teen moms and their babies. And the reason that I think they wanted me is because I had my own baby with me. Which baby was this? This baby right here. All right. Uh, good job. Well done. Well done. Um, it was it was such a good thing for me to teach parenting classes because. I was going to do it by the book. Have you heard of Dr. Spock? <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard of a Dr. Spock. I don't know what you're thinking of. Well, he has a book that tells you exactly how to raise kids. And as my grandma would say, he didn't worry about horse sense. He had this schedule that you put your babies on. And poor Debbie was my first. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't get her to take her two o'clock in the morning feeding. I would wake her and I'd shake her. I'd say, wake up, honey, you got to eat, you got to eat. And after two weeks, I went to the doctor and I said, my baby's dying. <laughs> and she, What's wrong with her? She looks okay to me, and I said, She's not getting her to a clock meeting. <laughs> I, yeah, I set the alarm clock and I get her, I wake her up and I try to feed her. It doesn't work. 
He laughed and he said, very few mothers have a baby that sleeps through the night this young. You just sleep till she wakes <laughs> So, the um, young mothers were my heroes. In fact, in the 80s, I got an award uh, from the Vail Business Women's Organization. Woman of the Year, and I thought, this is crazy. I, you know, the only way I could accept that award was to accept it for those moms. They were my heroes. They gave up a lot, but they kept doing their classes. Had 18 girls that graduated with their high school diplomas the first year. First year, 18 girls. Wow. G-moms, yep. and because of you, they, they were like their genes. Well, I had help, <laughs> and I think that's that's what this whole process has done for me. It's made me aware we don't do anything by ourselves. Um, there's so many people sitting right here that have done more than I've done, and have helped so many. And I don't know what God's doing. I, don't, I, I really don't know what he's doing. But I keep feeling like he's giving me a platform for the singers now. I've been a voice for the women in domestic violence and sexual assault. For 25 years? Yeah, 27. 27. <laughs> <laughs> They're my heroes too. Um, and I, I got help not only from um, the college, I got help from the rummage sale. I got help from the counties and the towns. I got help from the state. And then when we did our shelter, I got help from the federal government. So I've just been favored over and over again. And I'm just a voice. I'm just a voice in the wilderness for people. And I, I think Holy Spirit is showing me that we have got to start valuing our senior citizens. We've got to stop hiding them away. We've got to stop treating them like they're second-class citizens. And that they're just taking up space. Because God has a purpose and a plan in all of this. And I know I know we've got those baby boomers coming up behind us. My whole life I've been chased by the baby boomers. <laughs> Here they come. And then we have to have bigger schools. We have to have a bigger everything because there's a bunch of them. And now there's like a thousand every day that are turning 65. 
Are it's we y'all. ready? Are we ready? Are we ready for those people? Yeah. No, we aren't. We aren't. And the cost of of putting them away, mm -hmm. as we used to call it, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's ridiculous. And I know that the decline of a nation is shown whenever we don't value our children and our elderly. It's voiceless. Yes. So you've been a voice. As a teacher, you've been a voice for kids. Can we turn down the game, please? You've been a voice for kids. Okay. Then you're a voice for teen moms. And then you became a voice for the abused. Mm -hmm. And now you're a voice for, for seniors. Mm -hmm. Over all those decades of service, what, what gave you the most joy? Oh. <laughs> Probably the babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the babies are the innocent ones. Mm -hmm. And they bring so much joy. And they have that unconditional love that we grow out of. Right. Right. So I think the babies and just being able to serve Jesus, it's just such an honor to serve him. What broke your heart the most? Those two points. Right. 
And what I've come to understand is that I need him more every day. And he means more to me every day. And um, I had a dream shortly after I found out when he told me about this award. I was like, I'm still, I don't know what God's doing with this, but I, I give it to him to do what he wants with it. But I had a dream that I was very tired and hungry. And I got to a place where I could sit down and eat some soup. And family was there and friends were there and one of the people that I hadn't forgiven said she hasn't earned her soup. And I was saying to everybody, tell, tell her how hard I worked. Tell her what I've done. And um, no one said anything. And I woke up crying and I was like, Lord, what was that? What is that? And he showed me that I was still working too hard. That somehow I was depending on what I did to make sure I got to heaven. Yeah, I guess it's that old Lutheran thing in me. I don't know. But I, I came to a, a fuller realization that nothing I do really counts. It's what he did and what he does every day. And Holy Spirit has really been growing me up again into grace and mercy. I cry out for mercy. And he's been showing me, like, Michael gave me the thing on grace that helps me so much to remember that it's God's riches at Christ's expense. Well, Lord show me mercy is manifesting eternal redemption. And I can't remember that word. <laughs> but it, it made me so aware that God loves us just where we are and who we are. And he loves us enough that he doesn't leave us the way he found us. But he grows us up in this journey. And I've been on this journey with all of you. And I'm so thankful that we have him to share with a world that's hurting and to share with him a world that's dying. And I can't wait to see what God's going to do next. But I know that you wrote the paragraph that got me this place that I am. Five sentences. <laughs> <laughs> five sentences I've ever written. <laughs> well, I know that um, it is 
very humbling. But it's also made me so aware of so many things. And when that camera crew was following me around, <laughs> for the first time in my life, I understood why people hate the paparazzi. You were the rock star. It was just awful. Because <laughs> and I did that to you. I'm so sorry. But you, you realize all of a sudden you're focused on yourself. Mm -hmm. How does my hair look? You know, do I need to blow my nose? <laughs> no, it's just, it's a constant focusing on yourself. Mm -hmm. And that was so exhausting. Mm -hmm. It was so exhausting. I said, oh, I'm glad I don't have to do that very often. And yet, I started seeing in the scriptures I was reading that God has his eye on us all the time. Yeah. He's watching us all the time. And he, he loves us no matter what. And he guides us away from doing the bad things. Mm -hmm. But even if we do the bad things, he still loves us. Yeah. So I think, I think that I've grown to appreciate God's faithfulness and His presence is so real to me sometimes. I feel like I'm going to trip over Him because He's so there. And I'm so grateful to be aware of His presence. And um, I was saying, boy, you know, it's about time I grew up because I will be three-quarters of a century old in September. And my friend Roy says, uh, you're just getting up to the speed limit, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> how, how am I going to get to 80? Elmer will have a heart attack. <laughs> so, um, and all these years of service mm -hmm. in ministry, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of these you started on your own, mm -hmm. got some funding later. Yes. And so we've, we've purposely named this Celebrate Elmer and Bev Sunday because while, while Bev was doing all the fun stuff, uh, Elmer's holding down the fort. And, and he's got the job that enables you to do That's ministry right. stuff. Yes. And so um, a lot of times, Bev gets lots of love. Yeah. And uh, we got to show love for Elmer, uh, who's just kind of the, the backbone of, of what you've been able to do since 1963 in this valley. Right. And it would have been possible without, no. without, without, without Elmer here. So, Elmer... God is watching. He 
you are loved. Yes. Who is Jesus to you? He's everything. When my mother died when I was four, and she died in childbirth, and as they were taking her away from us, she said, take care of your little sister. My sister, Jean. My mom never came back. And I became a mom. Four years old. And uh, I tried to take good care of her. I loved her. And I remember one night very clearly, we were in the bed by ourselves. And I don't remember if we were at my grandmother's or my aunt's, but there was thunder and lightning, and she was scared. And I was scared too. And Jesus was there. He told me, I'll never leave you alone. And he never has.
Lord Jesus, um, thank you. Thank you for Mother Beth. Thank you for the gift that she is to everyone in this valley. Lord God, um, there isn't a generation or a corner of this valley that hasn't been touched by her love. Lord, thank you for Elmer, uh, for his uh, support. Lord God, um, because uh, when Bev jumps into ministry and the service, Lord, she jumps first, and uh, the, the pain follows later, Lord God, and it hasn't been a lot. And so he's just been a backbone. And Lord, there's a, an unspoken, un, kind of under, no, unknown ministry right there. So Lord, we thank you for Elmer. And Lord God, um, Lord, uh, we thank you for the example of your love, of your strength, of your courage, and of your grace. That is to each and every one of us. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Our closing song right here, then we'll let you go. India India has Mother Teresa. Val Valley has Mother. We'll stand and sing our closing song right there. There we go. Closing song today, 10,000 pieces.